you're listening to Good Morning with Ashley, where we will journey through finding the good in life's transitions. Hey guys, welcome to the Good Morning Podcast. I am so excited about this particular episode. We are going to dive into something real, real good here, okay? So for this episode, I am able to have someone with me. This is my first feature. And uh, the person that I have with me, I mean, it's just so befitting for me to have my mommy. Hi, mommy. Hi, Ashley. Mommy is here with me, and she is going to talk today with me about this particular subject. And this episode today is called, This Is Not Your Pain. I know y'all trying to figure out where we going with this, but I'm telling you, we're getting ready to dive into something so good here. But before we do, Mom, I just want to give you um, a couple seconds to introduce yourself. You know, I know you as Mommy, but the people don't know you, we're assuming. So (laughs) go ahead and give us a little introduction for yourself. Well, first of all, I want to say, Ashley, thank you for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. Uh, I am so proud of you and I'm excited uh, to be able to share this moment with you. Thank you, Mommy. Um, I am Miranda Faith Hope. I'm the pastor of Rafa Ministries International. Yay! Yay! And uh, (laughs) I totally enjoy uh, being a pastor. I am the mother of three. I'm the grandmother of five. Yes. And I just want to say I absolutely love what I do, that I get an opportunity to serve the people of God. So uh, that's enough about me, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, yes, I have my mom here, and I am very excited and honored to have her with me. Um, I brought my mom on this episode because, you know, there are a lot of people who feel like when they go through particular situations, um, not necessarily death. Again, you know, the podcast is called Good Morning, but we're not, like I said, you can mourn, you know, more things than death. You can mourn friendships and Mm -hmm. broken relationships and, you know, moving and, you know, different transitions in life. There are a lot of things that you can mourn. But sometimes when we're going through um, certain situations that are painful, we tend to, you know, forget that there are people who have once stood in the shoes that we are standing in. And so, excuse me, I know for me, um, when I went through my particular transition and I just kind of felt like nobody knew what I was feeling, like, oh, my goodness, like um, all of my friends were, you know, either married or maybe dating or have been in that position. And nobody had lost somebody like that that was special to them. Mm -hmm. And um, I struggled with, you know, whether or not anybody was really sympathetic towards my situation because they didn't know how it felt. Mm -hmm. But I had my mom who had been through what I was going through on a greater level. And so with your wisdom, you helped me. So if you can, mom, what was your experience, you know, with pain, if you don't mind elaborating? Wow. Well, Ash, my my greatest pain um, that I can really talk about is uh, at the age of 35, uh, losing my husband um, to death and, um, you know, experiencing that 
uh, at a young age was pretty devastating. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, there was no one, it seemed as though, to really comfort me in this because everybody had their spouse, you know, Uh, even my mom. My dad was still living. And so uh, sometimes you feel like, oh, my goodness, no one is really acquainted with uh, my grief. Although I had a great, great, great support team, which was my family. But the pain itself was very devastating. It was a time in my life that, uh, oh, my God, the church was flourishing and Uh, We had had you, Ashley, you were a newborn, pretty much a new baby. And uh, just, you know, things were great. Things had turned the corner. It was looking good. And then here come, uh, I I would call it a tragedy of losing my spouse. So that that pain was pretty painful, pretty Mm -hmm. painful. Yeah, Yeah, I, I can't even imagine what it felt what it, you know, would have felt like for you to be 35, a mom of three, new baby, new church, like all of that and still trying to like manage, you know, grieving essentially because that's the healthy thing to do is to allow yourself time to grieve, but you also had other responsibilities. And so, um, you know, like how did you find yourself like maneuvering through that season? Like what helped you? Well, what helped me was, now, believe it or not, um, the the Saturday that we buried um, my husband, the following Saturday, I was scheduled to preach at a prayer breakfast. And so many people were saying, you should cancel. Even the church was uh, very uh, compassionate in regards to uh, what I was going through. They could reschedule. And I felt, no, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I would say my 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 strength was me uh, uh, doing what God called me to do. It yeah. was me actually throwing myself into uh, what he was making out of me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Uh, I, I knew that God had a plan for my life. And um, I thank God for uh, my, my late husband because he really help uh, develop that gift. And so what I did, I threw myself into my purpose. Mm. I threw myself into my purpose. So I began to, it was two things that was very, very helpful to help me move on. And that was one, to continue to do what I needed to do uh, as a pastor And secondly, I had three little faces, three (laughs) children looking at me. And so, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, my mom said to me that was so helpful, uh, although she had not lost her spouse, but you know how moms can be. And, you know, they have that wisdom. And my mom said to me during that time, and she says, you know, I'm not sure if this is the right time to say this to you but I feel like I need to say this. And so forgive me if it seems like I'm being insensitive, but I'm going to tell you this. You got to learn how to cry out of one eye Mm. and watch with the other eye. And I'm telling you, that thing really resonated (laughs) in my spirit. Hey, that's, that's it. I, 
I, I, I got to grieve. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I had a right to grieve, but at the same time, I had a responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I needed to keep one eye clear so that I was able to handle uh, what was before me. So I immediately became the pastor when my when my husband died and I still had my children and I was still working a full-time job. So I, I, I it, it was just the best advice. Mm-hmm. And I would say that to people today, you know, because trouble will come, things will come. And so you can't give it, you can't just sit and grieve, you know, and not fulfill the responsibility that's still at hand because that purpose is there to drive you. It's purpose driven. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So, amen. So yeah. that's what I did. I just threw myself into my purpose. Yeah. I, and I, I love that example. When I think about myself, I can see, you know, how I kind of did the same thing. I work mm-hmm. with children mm-hmm. and they are my passion. I love working with kids. Yes. And then my other passion is also ministry. And I, I was praise and worship leader at our church at the time. Well, still, just haven't had, you know, yeah. service in person. But um, I remember, um, I think it was the Sunday after, and yeah. we were we were at church, and I remember the church was just so grieved as a church. Yeah. And I remember, uh-oh, am I about to cry? Okay. No, okay, I hope not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, sitting at my seat, and I kept saying, okay, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I remember you bringing somebody in to lead worship that Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, the Lord was just telling me, like, do what you know to do. Like, do what you know that you're supposed to do. And so I was sitting there, and I wanted to just be grieved and, you know, not participate in the service. Mm-hmm. I remember standing up and just worshiping God. And I remember the Lord, literally, I felt like he picked me up. That's what I felt like mm-hmm. happened. But I remember the Lord, like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I felt like he picked me up, and um, the guy who was leading worship that particular Sunday, he just handed me the mic. I, yeah. was, I wasn't even singing. I was sitting next to you. And I remember exhorting the church, and I remember, you know, praying in the spirit and, you know, all those different things at that time. And I couldn't believe what was happening because I felt like I had the right to not be in that position, you know, to not feel like I needed to stand before people mm-hmm. at that time because of where I was. But it was making, you know, doing what I did at that moment that made me realize that I still had work to do. Re- regardless of how I felt, you know, regardless of... That's that cry out of that one eye. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I remember feeling like that, like, wow, like, is this really happening? Am I really still exhorting people and, and do... And I still feel the presence of God, regardless of the grief that I felt. The presence of God had overtook that, in that moment, the grief. And the heaviness that I felt because I was doing the work of the Lord. I was doing what I was supposed to do. So I absolutely see, you know, how that how that works with being able to, you know, um, like you said, cry with one eye and leave the other one open and still do the work because I absolutely had to do the same thing. Um, You know, with your experience, you know, how have you like helped other people? Like, have you had to help other widows or, you know, things like that? I've had so many. People, it was years and years um, because God uh, developed me. I, I grew a lot in what I was in. Mm-hmm. And I, as um, the years went on, I learned that what you're going through is not just for you. Yeah, You go through for other people. Absolutely. And, and you know, that brings me to mind of 2 Corinthians uh, 
one, three through, I believe it's around six. But it says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good stuff, Ash. And when they when they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So we don't just go through for ourselves. This we is not go your pain. This is not your pain. You, because you have to learn how to go through because you help others be able to go through what they're going through. I say this all the time. I say there's somebody who's depending on your healing. Exactly. Because there's somebody who needs to see that they can not just, like I said in the last episode, get over something, but be healed from it. They be need healed. to see that example of, I don't have to stay in this place. I know somebody who made it through. And you become that living example that people need to see. And, and you know, to continue with that, that, that scripture, it says, even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves comfort, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same thing we suffered. So when people go through what you have already experienced, it's nothing like being able to sit there and say, you know what? I know exactly where you are with mm -hmm. this. How many months you've been in this? Oh, three months. Oh, let me tell you what's going on in three months. And what let me tell you what's it. next. And let me tell you, yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need to know that what you're feeling, what you're thinking is uh it's not out of sync it's it's a it's a part of the going through sometimes you need to you know you got to be able to know that you got to be able to know that as you grow through this pain because you have to grow and it's an inner growth mm -hmm. glory to god it's what god will do in your inner man to grow you up i became strong and and, and strengthened in the fact that i i had went through and then when I met up with these different young ladies that I had an opportunity to comfort when tragedy came in their life mm -hmm. and they lost their spouse, I was able to go in and give them what people were not able to give me. Mm -hmm. So as he comforted me, I comfort them. So what we're going through is not for ourselves, you know. And even if we want to get a little biblical, we can look at the life of Joseph. Joseph's brothers thought they were doing something when they threw him in the pit. Mm -hmm. They thought, oh, this is, this is, we getting rid of him. But what they didn't know, because Joseph said it around uh, the 50th chapter of Genesis, he said, you meant it for evil, mm, but God, God meant it for good. good. He said, God sent me before you to preserve your life. Absolutely. So sometimes you have to go through stuff <laughs> just to help preserve somebody else's life. Wow. Just to preserve somebody else's yes, life. Yes, to help people go through. Mm. So your your pain is not just your pain. And another thing about pain, there's two kind of pain that I, I look at. It's like if you had, if, if you were ill and you went to the hospital and they said, oh, you need, this pain is because you need, uh, your appendix need to be removed. Okay. And so you, you go through the surgery, and when you come out the surgery, you're on another side of pain. See, you got to understand. That recovery which, pain. What? Mm -hmm. Don't make me get happy here, because <laughs> I'm telling you. 
<laughs> you know, so you got to know where you are in your pain. You got to yeah. know when recovery kicks in because recovery will come. You, it won't be like this. You know, you you going through, but know this. It won't, it won't be like that always. Sure. It won't be sure. like that always. Well, we're wrapping up, so I got one more question for you, Mom. Okay. What would you tell, you know, people who are trying to find the good in their current painful situation? Wow. That's a good question, Ann. I would tell them to go with what's left. Mm. Whatever is left, that's all you need to move forward. Mm. Sometimes we, we have a tendency to think, oh, my God, I lost something. What am I going to do from here? How am I going to make it? I just want to tell you that I found out in my pain I had enough to keep going. Mm -hmm. I had enough to recalibrate, to restart, to yeah. reboot. I had enough because uh, God, he's just a great God. Yeah, yeah. And he He know how to trim the fat. He know how to give you just what you need to keep moving. So that's what I would tell you today. What you need, you already have it. It's right in front of you. You can't see it if you're crying out both eyes. Mm -hmm. You got to cry out of one eye. Out of one eye. And know with that other eye, I got enough left to keep going. To keep going. I can make it through this. I can make it through this. And so, Ash, for me, it's, it's 30 years. Wow. Glory to God. I'm still here. And I'm a better person. Glory yes. to God. And because of that, I can agree with you today. It's just not my pain. This is not your pain. This is not my pain. Mm -hmm. But it, it, I had to go through so I can help other people yes. go through. So, no, you got enough. To keep going. Just work with what's left. That's that's what Nehemiah did. Don't see, I don't want to start you, preaching, you, Ashley, listen, because listen. you just this took is about two texts. You, <laughs> <laughs> you just took about two texts. But Nehemiah knew it was enough left to get started all over again. So you got to not look at it as rubbish. Mm -hmm. You got to see the purpose in it. You got to see that ain't rubbish. This is good. I can work with this. I can use this. And that's what God, know that God never leaves you without enough. You have enough to start all over again. You mm -hmm. can always begin again. again. You sure can. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, mom. Ooh, you done made me happy. I, I'll tell well, you, I'm sure my listeners, <laughs> I am sure that my listeners have screamed at this point, listening to this. They have probably cried a little bit. I hope that they even feel encouraged by what was said today. Um, you know, this is not your pain. Somebody is absolutely depending on you to be healed from your situation. So when you think about this and you think about all that you are going through, just know that it is not in vain. It is not, not in vain. vain. There is somebody else who is depending on you to be healed from this situation. And you're depending on yourself to be healed from this situation so that you can keep going uh, with your life and, and be able to be a living testimony to God's sufficient grace and how he can absolutely heal you and bring you through a situation. So thank you all so much today for listening to the Good Morning Podcast. And I look forward to you listening even more as we continue to find the good in life's transitions.